0: March Madness. March Madness. But it's not basketball. It's fucking psycho killers and crazy true crime. (laughs) Oh, welcome to Mark Madness. I said Mark Madness. March Madness. Excuse me. Welcome back, Tokus. Sorry for the uh, long hiatus. Um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been a while since I've talked to y'all. I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, uh, welcome to the start of March Madness, where we will be exploring some of the craziest, wildest, just mad cases, uh, and we are going to start with uh, with a fucking bang. Uh, but first, I'm going to start this one with another apology. I I'm so sorry, guys. Sorry for the lack of content, uh, but my only help with this uh, whole thing took on a new huge job uh, that that pretty much took all her time, so she's not going to be able to help me anymore. So pretty much I'm doing everything now, uh, researching, editing, recording. I'm doing it all now. So it's a lot, and uh, I just haven't had a lot of time. Uh, my bar just reopened last week, or two weeks ago, uh, and it's been absolutely crazy since reopening. Uh, just with you know business, weather's been crazy, iffy, just up and down all over the fucking place. That's Denver, Colorado, for you. So my time has been very limited, uh, but I will make sure I fulfill my my duties to y'all and give y'all the good shit uh this month we'll have uh three more or two more episodes so it'll be three episodes total uh we'll also be throwing in some sports stuff we'll be uh throwing in some true crime and a dime and uh i'm gonna do uh some some guest stuff uh here here and there and i'll also finally uh be able to do um my uh sports gambling segment with my homie, Justin Dono. So yeah, uh, a lot of stuff coming up in the future. Um, and I luckily had a lot of time to do a lot of stuff because we just went through a fucking blizzard. (laughs) So I was stuck in the house for a while. So, uh, luckily that gave me a lot of time to do a fuck ton of research. Uh, I did a fuck ton of notes. Um, I just knocked out a lot of stuff just so I could just be ready to just sit down, record, and edit, and that's all I gotta do. So I'll be able to do, to uh, give you guys uh, more content in the coming weeks. Uh, but you're not here to hear me talk about uh, you know the future or my excuses for not blessing y'all with my angelic voice. Uh, we are here for the madness, people. And boy, do I got a case for y'all. Whew, it's a fucking crazy one. <laughs> now, my NC folks, my, 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 my hometown, North Carolina folks, may have heard of this case because it's not old at all. Uh, we're going back to 2018, but it happened in a town not too far from my hometown of Clayton. So I know y'all at least heard of this crazy shit if you pay attention to any kind of news this case was it was it was a big case it was a big deal just because of uh the details surrounding it and what happened so it became a big 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 case um that just kind of left a lot of experts and families in awe so yeah get ready gang Damn, I fucking put my foot in that shape today. So today I bring you the case of Stephen Plato. It's spelt weirdly. Um, Luckily, I got the uh, audio version of his name because I would have I would have been like plaid (laughs) low but it is Stephen Plato. This uh, this sick fuck decided that out of the millions and millions of women out there in the world that his own daughter was the perfect woman for him. Uh, But he took it a step further, and uh, then he had the fucking, or had a fucking baby with her, and then he took it to the next level that nobody saw coming, except maybe people that paid attention to his life. And he murdered his, uh, his own child, his own daughter, and his daughter's adopted parent. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I know, fucking sick. But when we dive into this, you will see this case is just riddled with, well, as the month said, madness. And some of the most ridiculous fucking parents you will ever hear of, I guarantee you're just going to be like, wait, what? the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> These parents are shit in this story. Like, I, I honestly, in this whole story, there isn't a parent that I'm going to be like, that's a good parent. <laughs> there's, there's none. There's just zero, zero good parents in this fucking story. <laughs> just just shit parents all the way down the board. Just, ugh. Oh, man. Just makes you just say, some people don't deserve to be parents. That's basically what it made me say. I was like, God damn, you can't, you can't suck this bad. No one sucks this bad, but these people do suck. So uh, let's uh, let's talk and talk about Stephen Plato and how incest led to murder. Um, but let's talk about this weed I'm going to smoke. Let's talk about that a little bit while y'all load your bowls. Go ahead and get your shit ready. Uh, today's selection is a, a wonderful name. <laughs> I love the name. I just love it. Uh, Meat breath. Yeah, I love that fucking name so much. <laughs> but the taste is one of the most immaculate I've I've had in a while. Uh, this cross is perfect. Meatloaf is crossed with the legendary Mendo breath. If you've ever lived in Cali, you know what the fuck Mendo breath is. That shit is fire. Uh, and this Indica Dominant Hybrid uh, hybrid is perfect for a nice relaxing day like, you know, the days we have ahead of us. You know, it's some nice days coming up uh, in the weekend here in Denver. Um, so you better get your ass down to a uh, good old Wolfpack ASAP and get some immediately. Wolfpack is located just south of the 6th on Federal. Uh, you can't miss it. The sign's pretty fucking big. It says Wolfpack and Bright Damn Red on the left side if you're going south on Federal. It's on the right side if you're going north on Federal. Uh, and, yeah, guys, the selection there right now is just, it is crazy. They oh, they just got a plethora of amazing new strains in this week, uh, like Super Lemon Cheddar and uh, Pineapple Train Wreck. Those two are just mind-boggling as well delicious strains but I will warn you both of those are also very super strong indicas so if you're looking for sativa don't get either of those or men or uh or the Meat Breath cuz both of those motherfuckers are going to just put you on your ass like immediately <laughs> uh and yeah check them out and tell them that Token Talk sent you now uh let's light this bitch up Mm-mm-mm. And uh, I suggest everyone use Hemp Wicks. Um, hemp Wicks, just, they just make the flavor so much better and save you so much THC. It's just the way to go, folks. smoke is good you know it's good when the flavor first of all just stays in your mouth after you blow it out but you know the flavor is legit when you can blow out and then take another breath in and you still get all those turp flavors coming back at you still that's some fire guys the turp profile in that is Something to be talked about. My God. Wolfpack, keep doing what you're doing. Goddamn. Uh, actually, I need to find out who the grower is of that. Because I need to shout them out too. Because y'all are doing amazing shit. Whoever you are. I think it was Anter- Antero Farms. But I'm going to double check that. I don't want to you know, shout out the wrong growers on that one. Uh, but yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk some fucking crazy shit. Let's talk some madness, as they say. Uh, so to, so with today's subject, we aren't going to dive into much of his past, but we will shortly talk about a little bit of incest in this country and, you know, kind of how it's handled. Because I was shocked to find out some things, um, and I'm sure you guys would probably be shocked to find out some of the incest laws and incest, you know, how prevalent it is. Um, so, laws regarding incest are sometimes expressed in what is called terms of degrees of relationship. So, the degree of relationship is calculated by counting the number of generations back to a common ancestor. So, these degrees go as, you know, kind of, I'll give you a little simple breakdown of some of the degrees. So, identical twins have a 100% DNA genetic match. So they are a hundred percent like a hundred percent degree of relationship. No can do, don't fucking do it. <laughs> but because identical twins have to be the same sex, it's impossible for them to reproduce. So at least there's that. You don't have to worry about you know that kind of incest happening to where you know someone gets pregnant. Um, so siblings like brother sister such, so, 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 so forth, uh, siblings are 50% DNA match, uh, so basically, you just share 50% of your DNA with your brothers and sisters, uh, aunts and uncles are 25%, and, uh, first cousins are 12.5%, and then you can go second cousins, you can go fucking, there's all kinds, there's so many different cousins relationships, uh, it's, I, I, I learned about Cousins that I didn't even, uh, not me literally learning about cousins, but I learned about, like, different kinds of fucking cousins, too. I'm like, what the fuck, is, what kind of cousin is this? <laughs> this? makes me want to go look through my lineage, like, damn, this nigga might be my motherfucking double first cousin. <laughs> what the fuck is a double first cousin? I don't know. But, yeah, first cousins, 12 and a half percent. And in the case we're going to go over today, which is a parent-offspring... Uh, degree of relationship, it is a 75% match, which means they share 75% of the DNA, which is weird. I thought they would like share 50%, but whatever. Uh, I don't know how they come up with that shit. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to even try to get into that. (laughs) Not even going to attempt it at all. (laughs) Uh, but uh, so most laws regarding prohibited degree of kinship concern uh, relations of degree of relationships of twenty five percent or higher. So you can't fuck with your cousins. You can't fuck or you can't fuck with your aunts. You can't fuck with your uncles. You can't fuck with your sisters, your brothers or your parents. But first cousins. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually okay. <laughs> it's, it's weird, I know. Uh, while most, you know, most states actually permit, you know, you can marry, you can do anything with your first cousin. It's not like shunned. Uh, in 24 states, or 24 states, um, cousins marriages are actually prohibited. So there are states that do prohibit it. But there's still 26 and, you know, two territories that say, fuck it. Do what you want to do, you weird ass motherfuckers. (laughs) Oh, no, I just find it super weird when people want to do that. I mean, there's just so many people in the world. You telling me you can't go find another person besides your cousin? (laughs) Uh, whatever. <laughs> so most laws make no provision for the rare case of marriage between double first cousins. Uh, incest laws may also include pro- prohibitions of unions between biologically unrelated individ- individuals if there is a close legal relationship, such as an adoption or step relations. So there's some states that actually won't even let you Marry your adopted brother or sister, or your stepbrother or sister. Which, I mean, eh, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, it is kind of weird. <laughs> it would be weird, like if, like, you grew up with the person, and then you decided, yeah, let's let's fuck, let's like do some shit. Let that. I think that's weird. But like. If someone's adopted and you're like 16, 17, and they adopt some you know, 16, 17-year-old girl, and you're like, oh, shit, she's kind of hot. Damn, why do you have to adopt that girl? <laughs> and you do something. I don't shun that too much. It's still weird. <laughs> but won't shun that as much, you know. Uh, so in all but two states and a special case of Ohio, which targets only parental figures, incest is criminalized between consenting adults. In New Jersey and Rhode Island, incest between consenting adults, 16, uh, 16 or over in Rhode Island, 18 or over in New Jersey, is not a criminal offense. You're there right. In both those states, incest between two adults is it's perfectly cool. Like you can, you can do that all day, all day. But they do not allow marriage. They don't allow marriage. They just are like, hey, look, you two, you two can fuck. Just don't go trying to get married and shit. That's weird. Don't do that shit. <laughs> it's like, I think the weird part is them being in a relationship and fucking. Um, but okay. <laughs> Um so New Jersey also increases the severity of underage sex offenses by a degree if they are also uh incestuous. So if you do do a criminal offense on an underage person that is also a, a kid or that is also your child or your niece or whatever then the <clears throat> the offense is even higher. It's like incest fucking Pedophilia, which is, yeah, I think that is, yeah, I agree with that. Punish them more, life in life in prison, <laughs> uh, and it criminalizes incest with 16 to 17 year olds. The normal age of consent <coughs> in New Jersey is 16, but they don't consider that the age of consent if it's incest, which is fucking weird. It's weird. I I just don't understand that. I don't get it at all. Uh, Ohio allows incest between consenting adults only when one party is not a parental figure. So all you got to do is just, you know, not be the parent. So brothers and sisters, do your motherfucking thing. (laughs) Nieces, nieces, nephews with aunts and uncles. Fuck it. Do it up. Yeah, whatever. That is sick. Fucking Ohio. (laughs) <laughs> but what can you expect from Ohio? Um, <laughs> uh, as of 2010, cases in, uh, cases of incest involving consenting adults are often not ever revealed, unfortunately, to outside parties, and therefore prosecutions for these cases just doesn't really happen. It doesn't really. You rarely will see a case for incest in, in a, on a docket or in a, in the newspaper. It's very rare. But when you do, it's gonna stand out for sure, uh, cause some shit came out. Um, cases of parent adult child incest exposed to law enforcement are usually uncovered by another parent, as y'all will find out today. So yeah, guys, Ohio is the real kinfolk you know relationship state, and so is Jersey, and so is Ro- like there's, those are the states, not Alabama and West Virginia. As most of the country thinks. <laughs> so we all owe them an apology, folks. We owe Alabama, West Virginia, who criminalize all that shit. You go into prison if they find out. That's the that's the key, if they find out. If they find out in Alabama, West Virginia, you go to prison. They don't fuck around. Uh, but for some reason, everyone thinks that they're out there just doing I do think that they are out there fucking cousin fucking because that's not considered incest in most states when you do the cousins. <laughs> so, eh, Alabama, West Virginia, we owe you an apology, but ah, maybe not. <laughs> oh, man. So, another thing this case brought, uh, brought to light was the term genetic sexual attraction, which is Used to describe an intense physical or emotional feeling that some people experience following restored contact between an adopted person and a close member of his or her birth family. Uh, Yeah. No. (laughs) Uh, Some people believe genetic attraction to be a delayed byproduct of missed bonding. So basically you just... You just miss that person so much. You never got to actually bond with said person. So it's it's more of an attraction of you just missing them so much that you want to just be with them all the time kind of thing. Uh, it was coined by a lady that fell in love with her son uh, after giving him up for adoption and finding him uh, 12 years later. But, yeah, most experts and doctors all agree it's pretty much some bullshit pseudoscience. And I gotta agree. (laughs) I gotta agree on this one. Uh, I just think it was a sick-ass bitch that was uh, trying to justify her sick attraction to her son. Uh, But at least she didn't kill anyone. So, you know, there's that. But, you know, she she didn't become a murderer. After falling in love. So good job for that. But bad job for coining this fucked up term that is complete bullshit. (laughs) Lady, yeah, right. (laughs) And it's fucked up because future people would use said fucking bullshit uh, justification of their relationship. And it's just sick. It's disgusting. If you're attracted to <clears throat> your kinfolk, um, just keep it at that. Just be attracted. Don't fucking act on it, you weirdo. <laughs> uh, okay. Enough about sickos and incest definitions and all that stuff. Let's talk about Stephen Fuckboy Plato. So, like I said, we aren't going to talk about his past. So we're just going to kind of start where I think this madness pretty much starts. So, when uh, Stephen was 20, he met 15-year-old Alyssa Garcia on the internet. I know, it's starting off bad, but just wait. Uh, They lived in a different state at the time, uh, or in different states at the time. Stephen was in New York, Alyssa was in Texas. So, their relationship lasted weeks before ever meeting face-to-face. Finally, Stephen saved up some money and decided to make their relationship official. And he went out to meet Alyssa at her home. Now, remember what I said. This girl is 15. So, of course, she lives with her parents still. Uh, So, I know you're wondering, how are they going to do this? And I want you to remember what I said earlier. uh, er, er, Earlier about the most ridiculous parents ever. So, just, just keep that keep that in mind don't don't forget that little part because it's quite important <clears throat> so old pedo Steven, gets uh gets to Texas and of course since this girl's living with her parents he had to meet her parents uh so how many of y'all would have just fired off on dude if if your daughter introduced you to a 20 year old dude she met on the internet I mean like really how many of y'all would have just Just, excuse me? Who the fuck are you? Steven? Steven. Bop! Knocked his teeth straight out of his fucking grill. And then called the cops. (laughs) And say, this sick motherfucker tried to rape my daughter. Um, Can you take his ass to prison? And then I would just pay somebody to just kill that motherfucker. Or rape him repeatedly every day. (laughs) Just some evil shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I know, I would be in jail immediately for assault with intent to kill, probably, because I'd beat the man till his arm, to, or till my arms couldn't move, but, uh, not everyone as is as, ugh, is as logical as me, and unfortunately, Alyssa's parents are one of those fucking illogical, dumb, fucking, oh my god, just, just ridiculous parents. These fucking parents. Uh, Her parents had a very well, you know, well, what can you do attitude uh, about the whole relationship. And they disapproved of the relationship. But that's as far as they went. No, no, no ass whoopings. No gun threat. No police called. No nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's I, I really just. I don't understand it at all. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's it's Texas. Wouldn't, you know, wouldn't y'all think that of all places you would report some shit, Texas would be where you would be like, yo, this pedophile just came to my house. Cause I don't think Texas takes too kindly to pedophiles. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they definitely, Jesus Christ Bubba, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you coughing up a fucking hairball back there? <laughs> what was that, man? <laughs> Come here, you. Come here. Oh, yeah, you goofball. Come here, goofball. Oh. Uh, so, just, you know, like I said, I just don't get it. But that that's why I said these pants are fucking ridiculous. Uh, so, just a year later, when Alyssa was 16... She gets fucking pregnant with Steven's God, ugh, Jesus, fucking sicko. With his baby. And still, no ass whoopings to Stephen uh, from, from her parents. I tell you what, boy. Whew. God, these parents. <laughs> uh, and in early 1998, when Alyssa was 17, she gave birth to a baby girl they named Denise. Uh, I know at this point you're realizing what I mean by ridiculous parents, but trust me, they aren't even the worst parents in this story. So don't worry. There's worse parents. Like I said, there's no good parents in this whole fucking story. So just wait. (laughs) So Stephen and Alyssa, they have a uh, have a daughter, beautiful young girl, uh, beautiful, little healthy girl. Uh, but things just got worse for her and the baby as time went on. Uh, according to Alyssa, Stephen was abusive towards their infant daughter, uh, and her. Uh, Alyssa alleged that Stephen would pinch Denise until, uh, until, quote, her body was left black and blue. It's like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck? Excuse me. Uh. But Alyssa should have left him right then, but eh, she decided to stick around. Uh, the cruel father would also stuff Katie, uh, excuse me, Denise in a cooler to drown out her crying. Man, I don't. It's like oh, I, I Alyssa, uh, so he did that so that he could prevent you know Alyssa from you know hearing her and then from freeing the terrified infant uh and Alyssa had to do that because she was on the fucking verge of suffocating i don't know if you guys know this but coolers are pretty fucking air goddamn tight i mean it's not gonna keep all the air out but it's gonna keep most of that shit out little girl ain't gonna get enough air uh so despite this though Alyssa stays with him And eventually ends up marrying him. And her parents still ain't shot this motherfucking bitch-ass nigga. So, I don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) And I know some of y'all are like, what the fuck, Alyssa? But remember, this was a girl groomed uh, groomed from an early age when she didn't know much about, you know life and I'm sure she suffered you know like a mild version of like Stockholm syndrome type shit where she's she's just you know defending her abuser and she's not she's not gonna go against him even though he's the guy that's making her life a fucking living hell uh, luckily her motherly instincts kicked in and she decided to make sure uh, at least her baby was safe. So she decided and convinced Stephen to put the baby uh, up for adoption, and she was adopted by, you know, a pretty well-to-do family up in New York, Um, Anthony and Kelly Fusco. uh, The family then moved the baby to New uh, New York with them immediately and renamed her Katie Fusco. And she was raised in a stable environment, unlike with her biological parents um, that just sucked and her shitty grandparents that sucked as well. God, that girl got lucky. So, at the same time Katie was growing up with her new family, Steven and Alyssa were married and planning for for the future. So, ten years after giving birth to uh, old baby Denise, the couple decided they were, quote, grown and ready for a kid. And, yeah, I don't think they were. So, that's bullshit. Um... So they had a kid. So then five years after they have their third child, uh, so five years after that, they have their third child. Uh, So now they have two children in this dysfunctional family that will only get worse. So not a lot has been said, but Stephen was physically abusive to his children. But there are no CPS reports on file, so nothing was actually reported by Alyssa. But Alyssa doesn't seem like the type that would report it. So, you know, I I don't think, I think he did some shit. So four years after her third child, Alyssa's life would change forever. But not her life we have to worry about, unfortunately, with this change. Uh, so in 2016, a curious Katie Fusco uh, Denise, if you're not keeping up, Katie is baby Denise. Alyssa's first child. Keep up, motherfucker. You're too high. Keep up, bitch. <laughs> uh, so uh, she decided that she wanted to know, you know, where she's where she's from and who her biological parents were, and you know all that good shit about your history and all that shit. And yeah, I get it. You know, you want to know, you want to know where you came from. Totally understand that, but damn. This would be just some grave, grave curiosity to say the least. So she ends up tracking down Alyssa uh, on the internet. Uh, Alyssa's now thirty-seven, and Stephen is now forty-two, and they start talking. So they they start corresponding regularly, almost immediately, and develop a quick, you know, social media relationship. I don't know if you remember uh, how Stephen and Alyssa met, but um, yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good at building relationships online. So Katie graduated from high school and she had plans to enroll in a local community college and then eventually transfer to uh, SUNY uh, SUNY Purchase, which is, um, I forgot what the fuck, it's University of New York, something University of New York what SUNY stands for, uh, to study digital advertising, but that changes after her exchanges with her parents. Uh, I think, this is what I think, this has never been confirmed, I think Steven convinced her. I think he started thinking some shit and grooming her from the get, Um, and you'll see. Excuse me. So, instead of enrolling in college, she then opts to move to Henrico, Virginia to live with Stephen, Alyssa and their two daughters. Which, come on, no one moves to Henrico, fucking Virginia. (laughs) This is why I know she was fucking, she was, Stephen convinced her. He had to, or at least Stephen and Alyssa convinced her. Because there's nobody that's like... You know what i'm gonna move to henrico like it's not it's not a place that's on your list of places to move so as soon as katie moved in things started to get weird between katie and steven so they began to spend an oddly increasing amount of time together um like i said i think he he groomed her Uh, So then things got real weird when Steven decided he would start to just sleep in Katie's room on the floor. Or as I would see it as the the finishing touches of the grooming process that he did, you know, that he did on Alyssa decades back. Yeah, he's just restarting that cycle because she's, you know, she's around that age. Uh, According to Alyssa. Her and Steven had been sleeping in separate beds for months prior to this weird relocation by Steven, but even Alyssa found it weird he chose to sleep in his daughter's room, you know, because they do have a fucking couch he could easily crash on, so why the fuck are you sleeping in your daughter's room, bro? Like, that's just, you know, I get that you haven't seen her in a while and you want to develop a relationship, but, you know, go go to the mall with her, go to the fucking park, go to the beach, do some other shit. Don't sleep in a room. That's fucking weird. So it was very soon after Stephen moved into Katie's room that they started their sexual relationship, of course. And, yeah, okay, I have, I have a hard time calling it a sexual relationship and not a sick grooming to incest relationship. But that's what I, you know, I got to call it a sexual relationship because that's... What it was. They had sex and they were in a relationship. It's ugh, ugh, disgusting shit. Uh so I'd also like to point out that Alyssa said that Steven never showed any liking or sexual feelings towards uh, you know, a younger girl. Um uh, oh, you mean like him moving across the country to make a teenager his girlfriend? You mean nothing like that, Alyssa. What the fuck do you mean, woman? He did that with you. (laughs) Literally how he, how you met him, bitch. Like, how the fuck are you going to say some stupid shit like that? Jesus. So a few months after Katie and Steven started their, you know, incestual relationship, that's a better word for it, um, Alyssa moved out, but not because of the relationship, but because, you know, the past problems the two had had and she immediately filed for divorce and was like i'm done with this fucking relationship i'm out peace she actually didn't even know about you know the relationship but she had her suspicions but not she didn't have the suspicions of the extent it had reached at the time she didn't think they were having sex she didn't think anything like that but i'm thinking like what the fuck did you think then like what did you think they were just like cuddling the fuck did you think the extent of their relationship of a guy spending the night in his daughter's room was? I mean, come on. Come on. Come on, Alessa. Don't be ignorant, bitch. Uh, So the two decided to split custody of the two kids. Um, Unfortunately for those two kids, uh, I don't think either are fit to be parents, but that's not up to me. Like I said, no good parents in this fucking story. Uh, Anyways, this is when things start to take a dark turn that eventually led to the crime that shocked all these small communities they occurred in. So, at the beginning of 2017, shit gets really fucking weird. Steven instructs his two other daughters to start referring to Katie as their stepmother. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Dude is telling his fucking daughters to call their sister stepmom like that's just something normal you see every day. Just like, hey, don't call your sister sister no more. Just be like, hey, stepmom. Or, hey, mom, you know, don't don't refer to her sister. Like, what the fuck, bro? (laughs) These girls ain't stupid. So, I mean, come on, man. (laughs) So... Then everything goes from bad to worse. Katie Soons finds out. Uh, Soons. Soons. <laughs> yeah, that weed is kicking in. Like I said, meat breath is it's 31%, guys. Just a heads up warning. That shit will pop. And it's starting to, starting to take full effect. <laughs> I'm about to take another hit to balance me out in a second. Uh, so Katie soon finds out that she is pregnant with Stephen's baby. Mm, hold that vomit in for a little bit; it's only gonna get crazy. So in May 2017, uh, Alyssa reads her eleven uh, reads her eleven-year-old daughter's diary after a visit with Stephen and Kate. Ugh. From there, Alyssa then learns that her ex-husband was in a real deal sexual relationship with their daughter. And in it, she reads a disturbing revelation. And I'm gonna read you a little quote of what, and this is an 11 year old writing this. I want you to remember that 11 year old writes this quote, but now she is pregnant and gained weight. And my dad calls her baby also his baby. Did he make her pregnant? My dad even says my says she's my stepmom. What the fuck? Well, she doesn't put what the fuck. She puts WTF. <laughs> he doesn't even want me to call her my sister anymore. Katie is my sister. She's probably his wife now. But in nature, she's only my sister. Does she see me as her, a daughter or a sister? Katie now tells me to sometimes get the fuck up. End quote. That's a fucking 11-year-old, like, getting real about her feelings. Like, that's something an 11-year-old should never have to write in their diary, ever. That is just fucked. (sighs) Jesus. So, after confronting Steven about it, Alyssa decides, fuck that. I'm just going to call the police. Which, Alyssa, you shouldn't even have confronted that nigga. You should have read that shit and been like, oh, hell no, 911. Um, I like. I need to report some shit. <laughs> like, don't even confront him, because confronting him, you risked him killing you right there on the spot. Like, that was risky. Yeah, obviously he ain't right in the head, so yeah, super risky move. So Enrico County then brought in Stephen and Katie, but the police didn't end up arresting either or filing any charges. Uh, it wasn't but a few short weeks after this that Stephen then takes his daughter yeah, I'm not going to call call her his girlfriend. I'm not going to do that. Fuck that. Um, and moves to Nightdale, North Carolina. Um so remember how I said parents the 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 parents really suck in this story? Well, here comes the real shit parents gang. It's it's going to be a coalition of just shitty parents together like celebrating mm-hmm being shit (laughs) the shit coalition so a month after moving to Nightdale on July 20th 2017 Katie and Steven get married in Maryland so I know you're wondering how the hell they could do that but don't forget Katie's last name is now Fusco so they merely just lied that they weren't related and legally got married Um, Side note, this would automatically be voided once a relation is found. So, you know, there's that. Remember that. So, now this is already fucked. But what makes it really, really, really fucked is the fact that both Stephen and Katie's fucking adopted parents were at the wedding ceremony. And even took nice little fucking smiling pictures with the newly married couple. Like they were seriously supporting this fucking bullshit. Seriously like like wait like look. You you can't you can't support this in any way as parents. I don't care how supportive you are of your child. This is shit you just don't support. This is like this is supporting not only crime but some nasty shit. <laughs> So Katie's dumbass adoptive parents said, "Quote: There was nothing they could do except support Katie." End quote. Nah, motherfuckers, y'all could have shot Stephen in the fucking face as soon as they said uh, she was, you know, or he was trying to marry his fucking own daughter. Or if you don't want to do the violent thing, like you know, I would have loved to do to him just fucking tell. Just snitch, just not even snitch, just tell. Just literally tell the state and tell the cops that they were father daughter and that ruins everything, <laughs> ruins their chances. But instead, they just chose to support his fucking nonsense and were just a just another fucking reason why this relationship even kept flourishing. Mind you, they also see their adoptive daughter fucking pregnant with their father's kid like do you understand how angry i would this first of all i wouldn't have ever got to the the marriage it wouldn't have got to me going to a goddamn wedding ceremony never would have got to that point (laughs) never would have got to pregnancy never would have got to any of those points but let's say let's just say you never knew about it and The first time you found about it was right then, boom, at that wedding. You see this girl, your daughter, the adoptive daughter, pregnant. And then you see this guy, oh, this is your real dad? Oh, you marrying this nigga? This is the the baby's daddy. That's instant Mike Tyson uppercut and just stomping out till my legs don't work. Like, that's no hesitation. You can't let a man like that live. Oh, oh, man. And I sincerely hope they never allowed those dumb fucks to adopt any fucking kids ever again. They they, they, they can't do it. They, they cannot adopt any kids after you let your adopted kid marry the, the person you fucking adopted the kid from. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Come on. I'm sorry I'm getting so mad about the parents in this story, but it's the parents that continually fuck up and make this crime happen. Because don't forget, Steven is a parent. It's just nothing but parents just fucking up Alyssa, fucking Anthony, all the Fosco's. Oh, man. Now I do gotta smoke. That shit fucked my high up. (laughs) <laughs> fucking dumb fucks Jesus Christ it just makes me so mad to just know that like imagine the in, in The wedding did have it also had it was complete with guests it wasn't just the parents and that's it no it was a it was a real deal wedding with the full registry <laughs> fucking everything. And these motherfucking parents are just just out there just supporting it, man. Imagine finding out. <laughs> you want to the guests and you find out, "I'm sorry, what? That's his daughter? But they're getting married." <laughs> Blow your fucking mind! Oh, like this meat is goddamn boy! Oh, Jesus! Oh, that taste! Oh man, I wish I could describe that taste. It's like it's like a diesely OG-ish with like a uh, a cheese flavor on the back of your tongue, not like like cheese you eat, like cheese the weed strain. Man Whew. So good. Uh, anyways <coughs> 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 ooh, delayed lung expansion.. Ooh. So two months after their wedding, Katie gives birth to a surprisingly healthy baby boy and they named the child Bennett Plato. So, that joy would be shot down quickly, though, when in November, the police finally lock in on the ancestral couple, and they finally issue an arrest warrant for the two. But, it took uh, almost two more months for those warrants to be actually served, and at the end of January 2018, Katie and Stephen were arrested for incest and adultery and given a no-contact order to be active immediately, so the couple couldn't be a couple anymore. And thank God, but this would prove to be uh, the unfortunate catalyst to the horrific crimes uh, in multiple states. So Katie then immediately moved back to New York to live with her dumbass adoptive parents, and Stephen's cunt of a dumb cunt mother Gains custody of baby Bennett. And I gotta say, both Katie and the baby didn't end up in good situations because both parents ain't shit. Um, oh, and I, if you're wondering why I'm saying Steven's mom ain't shit, is because, one, she supported that fucking marriage. Two, she fucking let her kid go be a pedophile. So, fuck her. And the horse she rode in on, stupid bitch. Uh, So, Katie then makes the decision of all decisions, while the best decision she could make, it would prove to be what just made Steven completely snap, and Katie decided to break up with Steven via phone call, even though they had the no contact order, she was like, I gotta end this shit, and then tragedy would strike. So, not even two weeks after Katie uh, broke up with Stephen, Stephen would launch his evil plans. He contacted his mother and told her he wanted to spend some time with his baby boy. And yes, even though he was in trouble with the law, there was no legal reason for the court to uh, keep Stephen away from his child. So, of course, visits were allowed with no restrictions. I mean, I would have restricted anyone that's uh, doing any ancestral things, I would have just said, hey, how about we just keep you away from any of your kids since you're, you know, fucking your kid. That's just me. I don't know. Um, Maybe they thought he wasn't going to fuck a baby boy, but I just don't trust people that do shit like he did. So, yeah, I would have said no contact with the kid either, you piece of shit. So... Stephen then heads to his mother's home in uh, North Carolina, in old Nightdale, to pick up baby Bennett, but instead of spending quality time with the baby, he takes the child to his house and immediately suffocates Bennett and then puts his lifeless body in the closet. He then hops in his car and drives through the night north up to New York where Katie lives with her adoptive parents, and he waits outside of their home. Uh, just doing a little stakeout. So, when Katie and her father leave the home, Stephen then follows them closely, tracking their movements. While stopped at a stop sign between Route 7 and 55, Stephen unloaded his AR-15 style rifle into Katie and her adopted, parents, uh, her adopted father's car, killing them both almost instantly. And... He did this in broad daylight, mind you. And it was, you know, not a busy road, but, you know, there was traffic on the road. So it was witnessed by multiple people. Multiple people saw this. And uh, this phone call is the 911 call that was placed after the cold-blooded murder. murder. Uh, I just want you to hear how just blatantly savage this crime was just by how the witness describes it.
1: What's the location of emergency? Hello, this is our Connecticut. It's on Route 7 and Route 55. Someone just went by and shot this guy in a truck. just shot somebody, just shot somebody in a truck on, on, on Route 55, sir? Yes, we got it Route 55 and Route 7. It just happened. I'm a fireman out New York. The car pulled up, went around him, shot him. A whole clip pulled into his head. Okay, sir. Is, is you still with him? We're here at the road. Where, right at the intersection? Yes, sir. Right is at the he, intersection. Is, okay, sir. He's deceased, boss. The he, truck's in the middle of the road. He, he's dead? Yes, sir. Brings around the road. And he was shot. Did you see the person who shot him? Yeah, we pulled up. There's a whole... Yes. Okay, which way did the vehicle go? I said it's where for down route seven. Down route seven? Can you describe the vehicle to me? It's a blue minivan with a, I believe, a South Carolina plate. Blue minivan, South Carolina plate? Yes, sir. A light blue minivan. He these, these two were behind him. As soon as he opened fire, and shot these two people. He went up there and round them. Are there two people deceased, sir? Yes, sir. There's two people deceased. This looks in the car, it's uh, all. <laughs> two people. Two people who were shot. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to pull my truck up here and block the view of everything, and then we'll try to keep them going around. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to drop Okay, yeah. sir. 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 Are you are you positive that they're deceased? I'd say they're both deceased, those you? Yeah. I mean it's pretty bad the brains are lane here for being Were they shot in the head, sir? you think I Sir uh, I'm looking. Sir. Okay. Oh, I mean don't don't touch anything, sir. i d I'm just just trying to clarify. I know, they're both deceased, yeah. The other one's Okay, did you see the shooting happen? Yes, sir. Okay, and
0: was it a... Did you see a rifle, a shotgun, or a handgun? could not tell you nothing. You I just saw on the of it, and the shot coming outside the window going through the truck. <laughs> when police. brutal. Savage-ass nigga. Man. Yeah, dude wasn't fucking around. He did not give a fuck. And just... That was some savage, savage shit. Um... After committing the hor- uh, horrific murder, uh, Stephen then calls his mother and tells her the horrific things he has done. And then his mother, of course, immediately calls the cops. And here's a little snippet of that 911 call, because I want you to hear her dumbass. Uh, I want you to hear her, uh, her what she says to the cops, because... You, you you, should have seen the evil in your kid, bitch. You cunt. Yeah, anyways. So here's a little snippet of her 911 call. And, uh, yeah, it, you, you're going to understand a little more of uh, what actually happened from the words of Stephen himself.
2: The emergency. Oh, yes. Um... Uh, my son just called me, and uh, he told me he. Oh my God. In North Carolina. Uh, he killed his his baby, and he's in the house. Okay, you said that he told you he killed his baby. Okay, ma'am, listen to me. What's your name? Okay, tell me exactly what happened. Uh, he's, he's, I, he's, he's not home. His wife broke up with him over the phone yesterday. And he told me, she's in New York, and he told me he was on his way. He called
0: me last. I just want to point out, another reason why she's a cunt. She keeps referring to her as his wife. And not his daughter. You bitch, tell him what she is. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him he's a sick motherfucker that married his daughter. Tell it, bitch. <laughs> oh, I hate this fucking woman. Oh, I hate this woman so fucking much. <laughs> Tonight, he said he's on his way. He's going to bring the baby to her. And then he was coming back. And He just... <laughs> he
2: just... Her father. And he, I can't even believe this is happening. Okay. And did this happen in Nighttown? I know. His wife and father are in New York. Okay. And he, incident he left, he left the baby dead. When he left. Okay. Where airport. did where did he leave the baby? Okay. He said it was in the. <laughs> What's your son's name? <sighs> What's his last name? Same as mine. When did it oh, happen? He said he left last night. He called me, I think it maybe about seven last night and said he was on his way to New York. He was going to bring to his wife and give him to her and then he'd be back and, and he called me this morning. I, I just got up the phone just a couple of minutes ago. And he t- and I oh God, he told me to call the police that I shouldn't go over there. Okay, so the son is uh, so your son is not there? No, though no, the house is empty. No oh he said he put a key under the front mat. To take a key to get into the house under the front mat. Did he say how oh, oh, he did it? Or when No, he and I I didn't ask him. I didn't ask them. I didn't want to know. Oh my God! It's Such a wonderful. Little... Okay, hold, hold hold on just a second, okay. <laughs> okay. Hello. Okay, I'm still here. What I'm gonna do is I'm I'm gonna go ahead and get you over to Raleigh Communications, okay? Let me talk first when I call, okay? So I can kind of give them an idea of what was going on, and then I'm gonna let you speak with a telecommunicator, okay?
0: parents fucked up that that's one reason um honestly the the baby boy should have never been brought into the world the way he was but uh the way he was taken out was just it was it was tragic it was fucked up uh but um at least you know Stephen gets his he does it himself but he gets his Uh, it wasn't long after that call that authorities believe Stephen pulled over on the side of the road and did the world a huge favor and shot himself in the head. Um, the unfortunate part, excuse me, the unfortunate part of his, uh, suicide is that police would never, you know, be able to find out Stephen's true motives. Uh, most believe, uh, he just saw everything he had going up in flames, so he, he just snapped, uh, but many experts say the planning of his, you know, planning of uh, all this show a, a deeper psychosis to this, but uh, we will never truly know, um, because, you know, he took the coward's way out, I'm not saying people that kill themselves are cowards, I'm saying he was a coward because he couldn't confront what he did. Uh one thing that is certain is that if parents would have acted like fucking parents in this fucking story in the first place, maybe just maybe this could have all been avoided. But as I showed you, these parents were just about, you know, well, what can you do? And, uh, that just isn't the attitude you can have when dealing with children and young adults. You gotta be a little more firm. You gotta tell your kid, hey, no, 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 you can't, no, nah, you can't see that guy. He's, he's a weird little fucker. Mm, no, he's, he's weird. You got you gotta be able to do that. Or, um, yeah, situations like this could, could arise. <sighs> and it's so fucked up. So unfortunate. Three people lost their lives. And I say three people, even though four people lost their lives. Three people. It was unfortunate. Three people lost their lives. Fuck Steven. That was great. Fuck him. Glad he's dead. Uh, well, gang, that's uh, that's the crazy story of Steven Platel and how a man's sick, twisted version of love led to the untimely tragic death of three innocent people. Uh, and and this was just the start of March Madness, guys. There's still two more crazy, uh, ridiculous cases to come this month. And next week is one that is just simply hard to listen to. Uh, anytime I read uh, anything about this case, it, it's, it's one of those cases that you just, you know, you, you, you got to sit back and you got to like take a, a breather it's like uh you know the the Michelle um Jesus Christ I do, I do so many cases and, I smoke, and this weed then hit me full effect um <laughs> Michelle Blair uh the Michelle Blair case the first case of this season, uh of this uh, second season that that was one of those cases that you know I had to just like sit back and just like wow how can I? A person be this sick, uh, but next week is 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 another one of those ones that I just had to like. Whoa, that that was a lot. Uh, next week I'll bring y'all the case of Shannon Christian and uh, or Shannon Christian, excuse me, it's it's spelled differently. Shannon Christian and Christopher Newsom. Uh, if you've never heard of this one. Uh, just know it will come with a warning um, because what these two had to endure before being ruthlessly murdered by five of the sickest fucking individuals you will ever hear about um, it's just really it's one of those real extreme ones that I, I, I got to just put a, a warning a warning on before I uh, before I talk about it uh, also Tune in tomorrow for True Crime and a Dime. Uh, That's going to be the first segment of that. There's going to be some crazy ones to hear about in that one. Uh, As as always, uh, please support the show by subscribing or donating to buymeacoffee.com forward slash token talk. And show your support by sharing with your friends and or uh, on social media. Um, and yeah, I'm on a bunch of platforms, Breaker, um, uh, Oddcast, uh, Spotify. I'm not on Apple Podcasts because it's been a bitch to been upload on, on Apple Podcasts. So, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm not dealing with that shit right now. <laughs> it's too much deal with. Fuck that. <laughs> um, but yeah, eventually I will get. Get it on Apple Podcasts, but it's on a billion other platforms, Google Podcasts. I mean, it's 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 on a lot of p- platforms, so you can't miss it. Uh, so just share and do what you do, fellas and ladies. Uh, till tomorrow, gang. Smoke good, love hard, and be easy. Hey, guys. I'd like to uh, also give a nice little shout-out. Make sure you guys go check out my good friends at Last Call Nation. Uh, Last Call Nation's a great merchandise brand and lifestyle brand that just promotes living the good life and also just living life to the fullest. Uh, make sure you go visit them at LastCallNation.com. Also follow them on Instagram at LastCallNation and check them out on Facebook as well. Make sure you like their page and make sure you purchase some of that merch. It's some pretty good cool, cool stuff on there too. Uh, I uh, just ordered one of my shirts, so I should be getting that soon. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely be uh, plugging them every single time, guys, because like I said, amazing merch. Uh, also remember to make sure you share their page with your friends So that, you know, they can also live life to the fullest. And just remember, life is too short. So grab every good time you can because you never know when it's going to be your last call.